0: Well, Matt James, editor Motorsport News. It's good to be back. I missed Matt Donington, unfortunately. We've got restrictions, which we'll maybe talk about in just a second, even in the media centre here, where only so many journalists can come along. My colleague went to the opener at Donington, but it's great to be back here at Brands Hatch, where we've had a, a beautiful, beautiful sunny weekend so far. Can I just, from your perspective, though, get an idea of these meetings what they're like the british touring car championship meetings with everything that's going on in the coronavirus you know how, how have you seen it from Donington and coming on to here, you know, and the changes that we've made? You know, what
1: to, what, how would you sum them up? Well, first, the first thing to say is it's just not the same without the fans. I mean, it's a real, real shame. There was, a, there was a chance we were going to get people in, but the government changed its mind at the last minute, and that was a, re- a real letdown for Donington. A lot of the teams and personnel are sort of saying it's, it's, it's almost like we're going through the motions. We're not doing it for anybody. Of course, there's a championship at stake and everybody wants to do well, but, but it's just not the same. Um and one of the things I've noticed particularly about lockdown when you're going through the paddocks and stuff is the BTC is known for its accessibility which is what draws the fans in the first place but that's also for the journalists too but drivers are scurrying away hiding and everyone's got a mask on you're not allowed certain places that you used to be allowed to so it's it's difficult to get a hold of people and it's just it's just not the usual atmosphere people can't run around giving each other hugs and handshakes and all that sort of stuff and it's just everyone's just a little bit standoffish but we've still got a very important championship to be won and and that's what we're all here for and that's what we have to remember and hats off again we were saying to
0: toka and for everyone involved in organizing these events for all of the circuits themselves the fact that there are actually races taking place we've got to be grateful for that you know we're, we're lucky to be here and when it comes to track or action sorry matt out on the
1: track from what we saw in qualifying and obviously what we saw at Donington, things haven't really changed, have they? No, I mean, the fact that we've got 27 races to look forward to this year is a massive tribute to Alan Gow and the the Toker team because, you know, it looked like total wipeout when Mm. we got to April and we're going to get a championship, we're going to get a champion and that's fantastic. Um, And I was saying the thing about no fans and and the atmosphere being a little bit quieter, the one thing that saved Donington for me was the racing on track. I mean, the three races we had were fantastic. Lots of action. The BTCC was just back to, to what we know it to yeah. be. Um, so that, in that sense, it was almost like we hadn't been away. Um, and and that's the BTCC's calling card. And it it also goes to prove that. This might be a different year, it might be a slightly odd year for all of us, but everyone's taking it as seriously as they should, so that's great. They certainly are. And I say I watched
0: it on the television at Donington, and so it was Where were you, Mike? Well I know I say, well it was lovely to actually get back and uh, I enjoyed yesterday. You know I had to get my head around all of these different setups and procedures and safety rules and regulations and that that we're obviously having to, to follow. But I suppose the highlight yesterday was qualifying but before I get to qualifying I want to touch on um, the free practice sessions where local lad Jake Hill had uh, a couple of stormers not he topped the times in both of them we don't always take too much from FP1 but FP2 we know they're looking to set up for qualifying but he had a good day and he needed it off the back
1: of uh, off, the, off of Donington didn't yeah, he? Yeah that was a, an absolute heartbreaker for him because he's now stepped up to the Mark Blundell Motorsport FK2 Honda which we know is a, a race winning car Rory Butcher was independence champion in it last year and he had three DNS at Donington, his first time out in the car with a new team and he was I spoke to his father Simon and he said he was Jake was really, really down mm-hmm. in the dumps. But the great thing for him under this new calendar that we've got, you haven't got to wait ages for to try again. You, it's only a week till he gets to Brands. Jake's a local lad here to Brands, and if you were gonna come anywhere and put him on a track, it'd be this one. Yeah, and certainly. he absolutely you know, he got the all the bad stuff out of his mind for F P one and F P two and dominated and did really strongly in qualifying like too. I say
0: he finished up P four, didn't he, in qualifying, yeah. so he'll be delighted with that. I think he thought he had the car and should have had the car to put it on the front row but I think he'll still be happy with the second row won't he
1: yeah and, and this season it's going to be as much about keeping your nose clean as it is doing anything else you know so it's um the drivers have got to think slightly differently about how they approach race weekends it is banking the points all the time and he's qualified on row two if he can get a decent start and get a podium to, to kick his points a tally rolling then that's going to be perfect for him uh, I
0: said that Jake Hill's a local lad let's talk about a local team motor-based performance just literally down the road this is their home circuit it means so much to them and boy what, uh, what a day they had in qualifying yesterday
1: yeah first and third with the brand new Ford Focus Rory Butcher on pole and, and Ollie Jackson I believe his best performance in qualifying up to this point was something like eighth it um, was, yeah. and he's qualified yeah. on the second row third place <laughs> he was fastest for a while which was well wow. um, big credit to motor-based performance because that Ford Focus brand new car And in the lockdown, they've not really had that much chance to do any testing, so they've been working away at it, looking at data and stuff and doing it remotely, if you like, without it on a racetrack. So to bring it here to brands, which, as we know, is one of the most demanding circuits on the calendar. It's got low speed corners, high speed corners, long straights. um, And to have a car that can conquer all of those different elements is fantastic. The only thing, I'm I'm just worried about the team boss, David Bartram, might actually explode if he gets two cars on the podium, but we'll we'll find that out later this
0: afternoon, won't we? I say, but it was fantastic for them. It was interesting talking about the circuit here. Um, Colin Turkington was talking to Steve Ryder on ITV4 about this being two separate circuits, really, isn't it? You've got the Indy circuit and the Grand Prix circuit. Getting your car set up to do well on that. And coming back to Motorbase and the 4 Focus and uh, the way that that car has been developed, Rory was saying they've thought about everything really, about taking that weight on board and how that will work you know and the balance of the car when there is weight on board and for it to deal with a circuit like here so again hats off to all that engineering and all that work that goes into it and obviously then the drivers when they put the the performances in as they do on the circuit that that is the
1: homework that that people do isn't it the stuff you don't see it's away from the racetrack and constant calls with engineers and going through the data downloads that they get Uh, i think you know it's something that colin turkington's been good at in in previous years in testing and, and practice He'll always run with the weight in the car because he knows if he's successful, he's going to have to have that. Uh, you know, their priority is to get a car that can carry an extra 60 or 50 kilos well. And that's something that a lot of, not a lot of other teams have really followed suit. Honda do, but not a lot of others have. So to hear Rory say that Motorbase have worked on that, and that's a key aspect for them. They know they've got a quick car, so they're going to be at the front. They're going to get the weight. And they simply have to have done that homework, which they now have. Um, you know, Rory came here um, fourth in the points, so he was carrying sort of 40-ish kilos and to, and to stick it on pole with that weight in the car that goes to prove that that what they have done away from the circuit is is, is valid and Colin Turkington is also right this is this is a kind of a circuit of two halves you know you could be strong on the Indy track here and then not not so good in the quick stuff out the back which we love so much but also being key on, being good on the Indy circuit is going to do you benefits when we come to the finale which is also back on this track at the Indy circuit so yeah be worth looking at the split times if you get time when you go home during the week and work out who's quick from clearways to, to uh, 30s yeah, and they'll be the so ones you'll, that'll be in you'll, the hunt
0: you'll get a good idea won't you as well
1: um sandwiched between the two
0: cars is dan camish dan we know is going to be a threat throughout the season he's proved it last year he's been quick again this year a very determined driver a very quick driver i suppose we shouldn't have you know, shouldn't have been
1: surprised, should we, that he was going to be somewhere close to, you know, to, to the front row yesterday. No, Dan came within, what was it, 14 corners of winning the title last year. Yeah. and Unfortunately, had a, a car failure. But um, Dan's arrived in the B2CC now. He, he had his first year in, in 2018. Last year was the year where he stepped up and was a regular winner and, and was pushing Colin Turckton all the way. So for his cr- tra- uh, trajectory of his career and for his progress, this has got to be another championship assault. And again, you know, he came here with big weight in the car, qualified on the front row. He had more weight than Rory Butcher, actually, in fact, and that could have made the difference between pole and, and, and second place. So uh, he set himself up really, really well. But it's going to be interesting to see if he's seen the nuances of, of how to perform in the races. You know, you don't always have to go for that do or die manoeuvre. You have to think about collecting the points. And that's something I think Dan's bolting on to, to his armoury at the moment. Yeah, um, finally in qualifying... What, five and six have we got? Look at my sheet again. Yeah, five and six, the
0: BMWs. Uh, I think exact times, weren't they, Colin and uh, and Tom Oliphant? Um, Again, no surprises that those two cars are there. Uh, Collins especially with weight on again a great performance from Colin but again from Tom and it's nice seeing Tom I say step up but Tom will want to prove himself I think again won't he and that was a good qualifying session for Tom yesterday.
1: It was very very strong that to sort of match Colin's pace although Colin obviously has a, a bit more yeah, weight on exactly. his part. um You would assume that they will make up places off the start line so you've got a fear for sort of Jake Hill and, and, and Ollie Jackson in the, in the row in front of them. And then it's just about, you know, keep a thing. We mention it all the time, but it's just about keeping things consistent. And Colin is Peter Perfect, isn't he? I mean, he knows how to do that that brilliantly. I think with weight on, he will want to come away from here with three podiums. And if he does, he's happy. He'll take a win if he can get it. But if he can get three podiums, and I think for Colin, that's great. Tom Oliphant on the other hand the pressure's also on him because for Team BMW he, he's their second driver and if you look at the manufacturers it's Honda versus BMW basically mm. so he's effectively the Matt Neal to, uh, to Colin Turkington and there's the Dan Camish situation as well so he's got to step up he's got to perform he's got to score the big points from manufacturers and he's looking like he'll be able to do that okay final question on qualifying from yesterday were there surprises
0: about peoples that you th- th- thought could have done better mine was ash off the back of i suppose <coughs> Donington, how well that car had gone how fast it looked there i thought that the laser tools car might have gone a little bit quicker yesterday
1: yeah, Ash had a problem, a technical problem in FP2 and missed all the running. So um, I saw him before qualifying and he said, well, it's a journey into the unknown. We're not really sure about the handling. Mm. And when you watched him in qualifying, he was on the ragged edge at every single mm. corner and, and skirting the grass and didn't look particularly comfortable. So it's a shame that he's qualified down in 14th. Uh, the other ones I found slightly disappointing yesterday were the BTC racing cars, which are the, the Honda FP8s, yeah, as we yeah. know, similar to Dan Cammages on the front row. Um, Tom Chilton, Josh Cook and Michael Creese, all very capable drivers. For Josh Cook to be ninth and the leading one of them is a little bit of a puzzle. So if they've done some engineering work overnight, hopefully we'll see them climb up too. Fantastic as well. Um, The heats, the weather, whatever it may be, let's talk about that again because it always affects
0: what happens uh, out on on the circuit. It has been hot here. Um, Tire management is going to be key, I think, around this circuit. It's going to be another scorcher today. And obviously the tyre choice is now gone, isn't it, from, from the championship as well. So managing the tyres, looking after the tyres... Over the three races today, that will you know play its part, won't it? In the results that we'll see at the end of the day,
1: yeah. I think everyone's going to be very grateful. We haven't got a soft tire to use here because the heat is just so much that it would probably fry it. Um, and when you look at the tire management side of things, that's going to play into the hands of the BMWs as well because they power with the rear wheel drives to steer with the front, so with the rear tires to steer with the front, so their wear is a little bit better than the front wheel drive cars, yep. and that's something around here in this weather you can expect to see the BMWs or the, the Infinities be stronger in, in the latter part of the races, depending upon how the front-wheel-drive cars have looked after their tyres, like you say, management. So there's, there's still an element of strategy that will come into play today. Yeah, fantastic. Well, we're going to enjoy it, I think, as we started off this feature, whatever you want to
0: call it. The things are that everything around us might have changed, but the three races that we get BTCC races throughout the day. They haven't changed and uh, they're going to be as spectacular as
1: ever. No reason why they shouldn't be here today, Matt, I don't think. No, absolutely not. it's great that you're actually going to be here in person to witness
0: the It's good to, <laughs> to chat to you again, Matt. Thanks all the same. Thank you. <laughs> Cheers. Cheers mate. <laughs> mate.